Are you ready to get active? Well, think Bombus. The better basics that take sweat wicking, blister preventing, friction free movement seriously. Uh, look, they finally admitted it. It's in the ad copy. Golfing is among <laughs> the activities that Bombus is proud to be a part of. And nearly every time I golf, Bombus socks are a part of my golf game. In fact, same for today, tennis. Same for tennis, oh, I, Matt. I, I had to wear the high ones today because it was uh, 37 degrees. Wow. I bet you loved I bet you loved those soft, breathable materials. I loved literally everything about them, including their fun bluish green color. Look, I've been talking about Bombas forever, guys. Socks, underwear, t-shirts are the number one, two, and three most requested items in homeless shelters. And that's why for every comfy item you purchase, Bombas donates another comfy item to someone experiencing homelessness. Performance socks are made with technically advanced features like proprietary hex tech. Oh, that makes sense now that the hex is Mm -hmm. is stitched in there. Mm -hmm. It incorporates sweat wicking. The light bulb's going off. Ah, Support of strategic (laughs) zone cushioning, built-in ventilation to increase airflow. Bombas are a gym bag staple that are made to last and a golf bag staple. And if they experience any wear or tear, Bombas will replace them for life. I didn't know that. Wow. Hold the phone. Wow. I was like, I was like, I gotta get some socks replaced. Then I realized none of them are in need of replacement. <laughs> Their performance socks are very colorful and comfortable, and you want to wear them even when you're not working out or hitting the links. No matter how you like to get active, Bombas has something for you. Gripper socks to help you stay balanced in Pilates and bar, mm-hmm, or for Dory's, mm-hmm. Dory's dad, whose favorite thing is socks that have grippers on the bottom. Uh, left, right <laughs> foot contoured running socks give you a perfect fit that won't slide in your shoe. Merino wool socks. Keep you comfy and support it all day while on the course, baby. Bombas has a 100% happiness guarantee. That means you're covered for life. Reach out anytime. Their happiness team uh, will help facilitate easy returns, exchanges, or replacements. Go to bombas.com slash adventure. Use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. And use the code adventure at checkout. Hey everybody, welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. I'm Dory. Um, happy Memorial Day weekend. Happy mem- Memorials. <laughs> um, how's, how's, your, how's your Memorial Day weekend going? Uh, you know, it's your average classic American, you know, weekend of uh, chicken nugs, car washing, mm. rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Baseball. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Okay. Really just, you know, living. You're just living. The American dream. Yeah. Uh, did you, wait, did you say car washing? Sure did. Yeah, you did. Okay. It's part of the American dream. Yeah, it is. It is. You've, and you. It's um, the American dream to wash a car owned by the company that built it. <laughs> huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love leasing. Uh, yeah, questions, comments, concerns. I vacuumed it also, so that was good. It had been, uh, it had, it had really built up with some golf shoe, uh, shenanigans. Oh. So, like, just a lot of, like, grass and sand. Sure. Um, 
Henry was flabbergasted. At how much grass and sand there was? Dita, we got to clean that out. Mm. So, we did. He's not wrong. He's a he's a wise he's a wise sage two year old five four he's year old four. I forget how old he is <laughs> two wow. plus two year old yep okay anyway I've been up since three Dory's got up in bed two and then I think you got back to sleep I did you did not nope mm. had a three a.m. Henry deciding he had a Needed medicine. Then he runs over to Dory. Says. Takes some medicine. He runs over to me. I'm like, what medicine? <laughs> so I have to go over to Dory and go, what medicine are we talking about? It's so early in the morning. It's the Mucinex. And then I had to convince him that I was giving him the correct dosage of five milliliters millet whatever yeah. five mls yeah yeah five milliliters um he wasn't buying it because i had to fill up two syringe thingies because the little one had was three maximum mm. anyway then he went in to go to sleep and then he came back out and he's like dita my my tummy hurts oh god what's the thing we could do because my tummy hurts <laughs> and i'm like i don't know rest and he goes, mm, what if I had a bar? I'm like, you're hungry? He's like, yeah. And I was like, go ahead. <laughs> then he goes and sat next to me and ate some fruit leather. <laughs> and then he decided he was ready to go back to uh, his bedroom. And then it was, by that time, it was like 3.30, 3.40 in the morning. Yeah, it was like three. And then I didn't hear from him again. And I was like tried to go back to sleep to no avail mm. so that's kind of why i fell asleep at like one o'clock mm. like when you guys went out and i had the red sox game on and mm -hmm. i dozed off for however long your bike ride walk was about 45 minutes yeah and then i was back at it you know trying to trying to buff the car how'd that go i don't know it looks pretty shiny like a lot, it had a lot of like hard water spots on it, which I always like find uh, annoying and hard to get out here in Los Angeles, where all the water you're using is a hard water. Our water is so hard, um, so it leaves a lot of splat if you don't like get rid of it as soon as you can. Mm. But I had buffed your friend. Um, was getting rid of her car this weekend and wanted me to get some, help get some scratches out. Yes. Which like set me off on this journey of uh, polish, of ordering polish. Mm. And, you know, I buffed it out best I could. It looked better when it left. But then I was like, you know, I should really just, my car deserves to be shiny. It does. So I, I decided that I was going to buff that out today. So that took like, I had to wash it. And then I got Henry a little washing mitt mm -hmm. um, and showed him the, 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 this clean bucket and the rinse bucket. Mm -hmm. And he actually, you know, followed the, the direction. I mean, anything having to do with cleaning, he really embraces i would say that that is incorrect what yeah 
I would say that when it has to do with cars, he tries to find ways to scratch them. Really? Oh, yeah. I feel like generally he, he loves, like, he loves do- to clean. I'm going to do the tire. And I'm like, don't touch the tire with the, the mitt, the clean mitt that we're going to be using on the rest of the car. Oh, no. And then uh, when he wants to spray it with the pressure washer, he like, well, it's just, it's too much. Anyway, uh, that was today. Yeah, I'm pretty tired from it, actually. I mean, you you did a lot of you did a lot of uh, car work. It's a lot. It's a lot. You know, sitting yeah. there. I did three different coats. That's a lot. Yeah, I did a I did a cutting, and then I did a hybrid, and then I did a finishing polish. Wow. And I did a number on my back. Let me tell you. Oh no. That's fine. I'm just excited about you know golf kind of golf tomorrow but i'm like maybe i shouldn't because it's memorial day oh it's gonna be pretty crowded yeah but i mean will it be that crowded at five o'clock in the morning i don't know oh maybe not maybe not so all right well i'm getting a cold what's new with you besides uh, your cold you're getting a cold who you get it from what do you think i don't know probably maybe i don't know were you in like any enclosed spaces with multiple people from different households recently yeah but no one had a cold. oh interesting nobody had a cold nobody had kids what what is i'm just saying what is wrong with you i know where you got it where you got it from friday night friday night i no i was if anything i was probably already sick friday night i was sneezing already friday night maybe it was from when you went out to wherever you went before that where the else night before when, when i went, went to, to the, the orchestra. orchestra yeah people get sick of the orchestra yeah but it, that feels like it came on i don't know it's, it came on kind of quickly henry henry has also been sort of sniffly lately yeah so it's but totally, he always is right but i'm saying like maybe this was one that got through to me mm. finally something got through to you yeah finally yep why are you why are you looking at, why are you side-eying me and nodding I'm just letting the audience know what are you letting the audience know mm-hmm. okay <laughs> Weirdo. and here we are day 900 of the writer's strike i'm still unemployed support us on patreon thank you Oh boy. Uh, what else is happening? Not a ton, actually. I mean, you know, we finally um, figured out how we're going to be able to go back and visit some family this summer, thanks to points and miles. Yes. Thank you, Delta Airlines and American <laughs> Express. <laughs> Um, and, and we're going to try to, we're going to try to fucking freeload off everybody on the East coast. Hey, you got a roof and a couch. We'll see you there. Yep. We've never like really done that before. Mostly because we've had more money. (laughs) Yeah. And we've been like, this is not worth it. Right. We should just stay somewhere quiet. But this year we're like, well, we have no money. Yeah. 
and we're even divvying up like the family the family's staying in separate spots yeah like we'd we'd like to see friends and family on the east coast and this is how we're going to be able to do it so yeah we'll see it could you know i'm hoping that it will be fine and it's gonna be interesting you know i think it's gonna be a lot of i don't know i don't love the idea of henry on that balcony I have thought about that as well. <laughs> I don't love it either. So I was know. like, is there a way to like nail the door shut? <laughs> I mean, 26 floors of fun right there. Yeah. My parents live on the 26th floor and they have a balcony with a door that, that locks, but he will be able to open it. Yes. And I don't love the idea of him. Like, and the thing with my parents is that when you say to them, he cannot be left unsupervised in the living room because oh, of the door to the balcony, it doesn't doesn't register. Because that is not an instruction they follow. The the idea the the cannots they don't follow. They don't. They, but if it's like a, he's not allowed out then I think they can follow it. But see, I don't know if they'll make the connection between he's not allowed outside and he cannot be left unsupervised in the living room. Like that means he cannot be left unsupervised right. in the living room. Do they have a tall bolt lock up there? No, the- I think it's just a, like a handle door. Mm. Um, so I'm like, should they move? Maybe they can move like a heavy piece of furniture in front of it. Or, they could move to a lower floor while we're before we get there. Oh, that's a good idea. You know, yeah, they'd have to move. See what's to like, happening on two. They don't. I was just gonna say they'd have to move to the first floor. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's like my only concern. I, you know, he's welcome to stay in Lowell with me. He loves that basement. He loves plus it. the pack and play still there. He, he, I don't want to put him in a pack and play anymore. That is not, that is not a safe situation anymore. So? He's too big, and like he'll climb out, and it just I, that is not a safe situation. All I would right. rather he stays with me in Boston. Interesting. So, separate vacations. This is us. Yep, this is us now. Thanks, sofa beds and queen size beds <laughs> for not being big enough. <laughs> Um, I mean, technically we could all stay at my parents, but it's like the apartment is quite small. I feel like it doesn't, doesn't fit all of us. Plus like, you know, ideally we're not cooped up in the apartment for very much of the time. Yes. You know, we got to get him naked in the common fountain again out in Frog Pond. (laughs) Well, this time we'll bring a baby. Oh, Okay. Let his freak flag fly out there, you know? Yeah, he didn't care. No, he did not. <laughs> In fact, he preferred it that way. Yeah, he did. He's like, oh, I gotta wear my underwear. Um, But yeah, so that's that's good. It'll be good, because like, my parents will be theoretically up there also. From, yeah. From Florida. Yeah. And uh, your parents really just knock it all out, you know? What do you mean? The whole extended family situation. See them oh all. yes we will not get all out yes 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 yeah yeah i mean that's that's the whole point of going no 
It's not the whole point. Well, it's, it's a big point of going. Part of it also is to not be here. Sure. You know? Mm-hmm. We want to really feel a humid 85 degrees. Like, what's that about? Let's find that. We'll go get it in Massachusetts. Well, I think you will be reminded at the fact about the fact that Northeast summers are humid. Oh, they're vicious. Because <laughs> uh, I think you've sort of romanticized them in your brain as being no, like somehow better than no. Whenever LA I think, summers. whenever I think wistfully of 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 Massachusetts, whenever I think fondly of the Northeast, mm-hmm. I'm never thinking of the summer. <laughs> Mm. I'm never it's always the winter or the fall mm-hmm. yeah and 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 like the summer is like well actually I, I mean if we go by the true calendar then some of the summer I enjoy but just that September part you only enjoy the September part. Yeah, I think I so. See. I mean, you know, when we when we went to the East Coast two years ago, it just rained. It the rained whole time. the entire time, which like was not ideal for our cool, Henry situation because he was still quite little and there wasn't that much we could do with him. But for you, it wasn't that bad. Oh, I loved it. So ten out of ten would enjoy rain again. Yep. Plus, you know, I'm going to, my best friend, uh, John, has promised to golf at least three times. What? I'll believe it when I see it. TBD. TBD. Um, All right. We need to take a break. But before we do that, I just want to remind everyone, please email us at DorianMatt at gmail.com, mattanddory at gmail.com. They both go to the same place. And you can call or text us at 413-461-BABY. We will be releasing the two May bonus episodes in the next few days, couple days. Um, if you want to hear those, that's at patreon.com slash excellent adventure. We'll be right back. All right. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies. I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is... Another mask. <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcast, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Are you ready to get active? Well, think Bombus, the better basics that take sweat wicking, blister preventing, friction free movement seriously. Uh, look, they finally admitted it. It's in the ad copy. Golfing is among (laughs) the activities that Bombus is proud to be a part of. And nearly every time I golf, Bombus socks are a part 
of my golf game. In fact, same for today, tennis. Same for tennis, oh, I, Matt. I, I had to wear the high ones today because it was uh, 37 degrees. Wow. I bet you I loved I bet you loved those soft, breathable materials. I loved literally everything about them, including their fun bluish green color. Look, nice. I've been talking about Bombas forever, guys. Socks, underwear, t-shirts are the number one, two, and three most requested items in homeless shelters. And that's why for every comfy item you purchase, Bombas donates another comfy item to someone experiencing homelessness. Performance socks are made with technically advanced features like proprietary hex tech. Oh, that makes sense now that the hex is, mm-hmm. is stitched in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, it incorporates yep. sweat See, wicking See, the light bulb's yarns. going off. Ah, supportive strategic <laughs> zone cushioning, built-in ventilation to increase airflow. Bombas are a gym bag staple that are made to last and a golf bag staple. And if they experience any wear or tear, Bombas will replace them for life. I didn't know that. Wow. Hold the phone. Wow. But I was like, I was like, I got to get some socks replaced. And then I realized none of them are in need of replacement. <laughs> Their performance socks are very colorful and comfortable, and you want to wear them even when you're not working out or hitting the links. No matter how you like to get active, Bombas has something for you. Gripper socks to help you stay balanced in Pilates and bar, or mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. Dory's, Dory's dad, whose favorite thing is socks that have grippers on the bottom. Uh, left, right foot <laughs> contoured running socks give you a perfect fit that won't slide in your shoe. Merino wool socks keep you comfy and supported all day while on the course baby bombas is a hundred percent happiness guarantee that means you're covered for life reach out anytime their happiness team uh will help facilitate easy returns exchanges or replacements go to bombas.com slash adventure use the code adventure for 20 percent off your first purchase that's b-o-m-b-a-s.com slash adventure and use the code adventure at checkout hello we're back Hello. Thank you all for your concern over my butt stuff. <laughs> it's uh, almost better. You're on the mend? Yeah, almost. Okay. All right. I mean, I think I told you when I had this pretty much exact same thing a few months ago, it lasted a week, like a solid week. Well, I wish it was solid. You know what I'm saying? I do. Folks, butt stuff. Hi. <laughs> Um, all right. We heard from some listeners. This first email is from Luz. Hello, I'm a longtime listener. Listening to your podcast helped me to prepare mentally for what to expect, even though this journey is still an emotional roller coaster. Same as your previous caller, I also went to Irvine to Life IVF Center. It's great. I did mini IVF. And on my first transfer, unfortunately, it resulted in a chemical pregnancy. Doctor recommended ERA before second transfer. And I'm kind of on the fence. Um on that, I don't quite know what they're trying to say here. Kind of on the, on the fence, on the basis that other doctors I have listened to talk about when that should be considered. Right? That was almost a sentence. Uh, sort of. Anyway, they're on the fence about the ERA. <laughs> um, but, all right, another. I mean, look, you're one for, you got you, you, get, you did one mini round there, right? And you got a chempregs. That's yeah. what I call it. A chempregs. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, is in the sense of like, you know, your body's, the signals are, yeah. The signals are going where they need to be going. Yep. It's a good sign. Yep. I might stick with this doctor and do what they recommend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, At least mm-hmm. one more go. Yeah. 
I mean, it sounds like that's what you're doing. That's my personal belief. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Matt. You're welcome, me. Um, we have another text. We have a text here. Hello, Dory and Matt. I have some big life changes and mm-hmm. would love your perspective. Science baby just turned one, and we're hoping to do an embryo transfer either later this year or the beginning of next year. Never figured out why we have infertility. Miracle baby, everyone said to watch out for after baby one has not appeared. <laughs> Last time I needed nearly three months of bed rest in the beginning of the pregnancy, and so we will plan on needing help. Also, I'm dead set on moving back home to Maui. Sure. After 12 years in LA, all my family is there and other good friends are planning to move home too. If we're back home for pregnancy, my mom can help support. If we do it here, we'll have to hire full-time help. Love my doctor here. Only one to two clinics of unknown quality back home. The part of my brain that makes big decisions is on permanent leave since pregnancy. When to transfer, when to move, remote monitoring or ship embryos. Thank you so much for this podcast. It really held my hand through IVF. And I don't know how people make science babies without listening. P.S. Matt, my frozen embryos are in a clinic in Encino and I can't make a single funny Encino man joke. And yet I'm convinced it's funny. Please help. Well, I think that's the problem is that Encino man wasn't funny to start with. Mm. You know? Good point. When you're right, you're right. Plus he was just a, you know fully grown national treasure brendan fraser you know i don't think i've ever seen encino man you're not missing much okay it was you know it was in that you know that period that period of 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 every seven to eight months a new paulie shore movie came out for like two years yes yes um paulie shore Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i believe is a nepo baby I mean, yes, he is theoretically because his mom ran the the comedy, comedy store, store, right? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, sure. Who isn't these days, right? Besides I mean, me, honestly, so many people are. When you really start s- scratching the surface, there, <laughs> it's a little shocking. Don't look too deep. You don't. You know, you're not ready for what you're going to see. You really might not be ready for what you're going to see. I am told that there are voicemails. There are voicemails, but we haven't answered this question. We just riffed on Encino Man. Hang on. Go ahead and answer the question. When should, I mean, am I going to tell her when to move back to Maui? Well, I think she's trying to figure out, should she do it before she gets pregnant? Like, should she do the transfer in Hawaii? Or should she do it in L.A.? and then move while knowing that she was so sick the first three months of her last pregnancy that she's not going to be able to handle taking care of her kid. And she's saying if she goes back to Maui before she's pregnant, her mom can help. Whereas if she stays in LA, they will have to hire help. I mean... I get what you're saying, but also like, can't your mom come out here and hang out for a couple months? Oh, that's interesting. Just, just throwing it out there. Although maybe it's easier to move before another baby comes. I mean, it for sure is. Yeah. But then what are you doing about these embryos? I mean, 
I feel like making the embryos, especially since you've already had a kid and like, you know, your body can get pregnant and keep a pregnancy, like making the embryos feels like the hard part to me. Like I would probably feel confident shipping the embryos and doing the transfer in Hawaii. Okay. Especially if they could like follow the same protocol that you followed previously. I don't know. I would probably be okay with that. Um, because here's the thing. Like what if you decide you're going to you're going to do the transfer in LA. You're going to wait to get pregnant in LA and then you'll move either while you're pregnant or after the baby comes. Okay. So what if you do a transfer and it doesn't work? Like like things could just keep getting pushed back. And it seems like moving to, moving back home is like top priority for you. So I don't know. Just right. Maybe just do that. Are we as wishy-washy as you are internally? Let us know. I mean, we are pretty wishy-washy. Move first. You know what? Just move. I would just move. Yeah, I would just do it. And then deal with it. Then yeah. deal with the shipping. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's there you go. That's your answer. Do. There you go. We solved it. Um, all right. Now we have voicemails. Mm-hmm. Hey y'all. Uh, this is Allison. I'm calling um, in regards to Rosina's um, request for ways to um, remain present um, in her infant's life, even when it's kind of terrible. Um, I think there's a difference between being present and cherishing every moment because, yes, Dory, I agree with you. Cherishing every moment, quote, unquote, is toxic and terrible and um, a lot of pressure to put on new parents. Um, But being present is um, kind of neutral in that you can be present and also think that it's terrible at the same time um, and acknowledge that it's terrible and also document it at the same time. Um, So practical tips. Um, for Racina are like journal. Um, even if you get like one of those one line a day journals where you're like, today was terrible and this is why, um, or I can't wait for this stage to be over or, you know, um, my child sat up for the first time, like any of those first things, um, you could write into a journal, um, on the same token, like taking a picture, one picture a day, um, can help you like, remember that later, um, you're more likely to go back through your old pictures later than probably a journal anyway. Um, and then your third way um, is to hire a photographer. Um, I am a photographer in Richmond and um, I know lots of photographers in Boulder um, who would love to come and um, help you document this time without you needing to cherish it and just be, you know, document instead of um, kind of embellish, um, <laughs> I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, so, yeah, those are my three practical tips. Journal, picture a day, hire a photographer, um, and just, you know, recognizing that what is happening today probably won't always happen tomorrow. So um, it's just acknowledging and then moving on from there. All right. Uh, live in Richmond, like I said, and... Um, I've left all my stats before. I'm not going to leave them today. Thanks so much. Understood. Keep going. Bye. I love your subtle trying to get other photographers work. Yeah. I mean, we we did a couple sessions with a photographer, and I was very happy with how the pictures came out. And I'm glad we have those photos. Yeah. 
I think it's also smart to take it off your plate. Yeah. Uh, meaning the, pho- pho- the, f- the photographing. <laughs> yeah. Plus, you know, you end up with a thousand pictures of your kid and no pictures of you and your kid. That's true. And that's the nice thing about a professional photographer. We have some nice family photos that like... Perspective. We would not have had um, without... We did We did a newborn... like a, I think he was like two weeks old. So um, basically a newborn shoot. Not one of those ones where like they put them in like weird poses and like dress them up it was like yeah very, we had him dressed as very an natural in a suit and, tie. <laughs> um, and then we did another one with the same photographer at six months she was also our birth photographer um which you know i think some people here were very skeptical of and i'm really glad Still we did am. it. and then you know covid hit so we didn't do any professional photography for a while but we did do a family photo shoot this past fall um and i was pretty happy with how those photos came out as well there you go so but i like the whole concept of it getting documented so like you don't maybe have to be as conscious of it yeah yeah and uh, you know, I'm a big fan of a one line a day journal. I think they're great. You sure are. You're constantly you're you're constantly writing these one lines every day. I do do it every she day. She does do it at night. Yeah. She sits there with her yoga toes on, writing, scribbling in some something about me. <laughs> I did something terrible. She'll write about it in one line. Yep, it's mm-hmm. always it's no, always it's always about Matt. Lights out. Always about Matt. <laughs> Every single day it's about Matt. <laughs> Thank you for admitting it. Yep. I appreciate your honesty. You're welcome. Um I knew it, everyone. Okay. We have uh another voicemail on the same topic. I'll go with part one. Yep, that's what it is. Hi. This is Tiffany in North Carolina. Whoops. Sorry, Tiffany. I'm calling in to respond to our bestie in Boulder. Um, I can feel you so hard, bestie. I am at 11 months with my son, and I'm also a first-time mom. And it is so, so hard. Like, I wish I could have given myself a warning, but I don't think you can even conceptualize how hard it is baby it's just like a whole other level that you've unlocked in life that you didn't have access to before it's deep (laughs) so deep um i also resonated a lot with you with wanting to stay present um and i heard recently something by i think philosophers title eckhart toll he made this comment of if you're in the moment and you're having a really hard time keeping your thoughts in the present, try to ask yourself, what would this moment be without thought? And that has really helped me as like a chronic overthinker and really a low energy person struggling with having a very high energy, high needs baby. Um, Just taking your thoughts away and being like, this is my life. This is what around, what is around me right now is my life. Um, And I don't know, it doesn't resonate with everyone, but it really helped me. So what would this moment be without thought? Um, And then my question for Matt and Dory. So like I mentioned, my son, love him to death. 
cutest baby. But she, on top of, like, all the other things that babies are dependent on for us in general, he's also his entire life been very dependent on us during playtime as well. Like, there is no alone time. Um, and I don't know if that's normal. It sounds like other moms that I've spoken to, they are like, well, what does he do when he is playing with his toys? And I'm like, that doesn't exist. There's no him playing with his toys. As soon as I hand him one toy, he looks at me and he's like, okay, now what? <laughs> um, or like walking around with his walker. He doesn't walk around with his walker by himself. He wants us to walk with him while he's walking with his walker. And I feel like Henry may be similar. So how do you, do you have any tips for me? <laughs> We're so tired. Um, I just wish he would play and not play for a minute with our, with needing us at the same time and then start crying because he is bored and wants to do something else. Um, he sleeps great now. He naps great now. Thank gosh. But when he's awake, it is full on 100%. We have to be attending to him or, um, it's a cry at best. So, I don't know. Maybe this is another level of parenting I just didn't know existed, but I thought we would have some time where I could cook dinner. Shall I play the second half? Yes, please. Hi, Tiffany again. Wow, so embarrassing. I did not think I'd be a buzzer beater, but um, I'm here to join the club, I guess. And I think everyone also says that. But anyway, I think I got to the point. I just didn't want to end it on that note. So, yeah, um, Boulder Bestie, you're killing it. It does sound like you are very present. It's just very hard. Um, so you're doing it, I think. So good job. And... Um, well, maybe something actually that I wish I had done and I kind of did is maybe like take notes of things that happen during the day at the end of the day. You don't have to because that is extremely stressful. But even like, I mean, like everything is stressful. But even in your phone, open a note tab and just like if something weird happens in the day, just make a quick note of it. And that's just sweet to look back on. Um, and it might help keep you present a little bit. But like I said, everything's hard. So if you don't do it, don't feel bad about it. I didn't do it either. Um and then, yeah, tips from parents of high-need, high-energy babies would be awesome. He's almost a year old, and I thought by now we would have some a long time, but no. <laughs> so, thanks, y'all. Love you. Thank you. Thank you. Your kid sounds young. Yeah. Like, if your kid's walking around with only the aid of a walker, sounds like... They're too young to be left alone anyway. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, no, I mean, you can you can try um, independent play if they're in their yes space. Um, but, you know, I think you can start really with like small amounts of time and try to work up to longer amounts of time. Mm. Something that we never really did successfully. Correct. Although now that he's doing quiet time... He, that's because you're home and you like, What? what he knows to, if he's doing quiet time and he knows that you're home and available, he will come out and try to play with you. Yeah. But even when he knows I'm not available and recording. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've seen him several times in quiet time, just quite literally quietly playing in his playroom by himself, mm -hmm. which he used to never do. Right. So. But, I mean, 
manage expectations here. Yeah, for sure. It's not, uh, at least from our experience, you kind of kind of stuck with the kid for a while. <laughs> um. All right, we're gonna take another break. Okay, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. What was that? Musical. <laughs> anyway, here. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. All right, we are back. We are back. Sorry, we've we've moved to different locations. Dory was like, Matt. "I can't deal with you. I'm going to write about this in my journal." That's not what happened. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> um, what happened was there was a mysterious smell in Matt's office. Yeah, it smelled like uh, food. Like I was like, but I I couldn't, and also I haven't really been in here in two days. So I was just confused. And then I went to get a, a can of delicious A&W zero sugar root beer uh, from a pack that I had on my chair, but it was underneath a guitar case. And I lifted the guitar case and I was like, oh, there's a bag from a lunch. <laughs> That's probably <sighs> it. And I was like, I'm going to get this out of here. And Dory was going to like power through and I was like, no, I'm going to get rid of this. Why don't you leave? <laughs> and here we are. If, here have we you are. ever had a mysterious smell? That's my Andy Rooney. Have you um, ever smelled something that was in your office, but you didn't know what it was? Um... Yeah, that would be a good Andy Rooney bit. Thanks. What's with the piece All of right. cotton in the top of my Tylenol? <laughs> um. All right, we have we got a few emails about um, stamps are weird. The listener who wrote in last week asking if they should start a podcast about their spouse transitioning. And asked if we had suggestions for a name. Yeah. And we got a few emails about this. With name so. suggestions? No, wow, see? sadly. All right. Okay. All right. This is from Anonymous. Um, I'm writing in in response to the caller whose spouse came out as trans. While I personally transitioned before I even met my wife, and we do not yet have kids. My wife. Many of my friends. Thank you. <laughs> many of my friends have been slash are in a similar position. My spouse and I actually love collecting books written by LGBTQIA plus people on different family experiences. And no matter how many there are, there are always room for more since everyone has such a unique experience, but also similar to where it can help people who can re who relate to at least one aspect. I'm sending so much support to you both. 
In regards to Matt asking how the spouse, quote, discovered they were trans, I use that phrase for reasons such as Dory mentioned. I did not have any good trans representation growing up and only had seen trans women as well as one character on Degrassi who was a trans guy, but I did not relate to him at all. Canadians, uh, I was almost, you you know, I was almost 19 when I started to actually see a more complete picture of the trans and non-binary communities. And now eight years since realizing I was not cisgender. I see so many clear signs of my transness from childhood. I literally wrote things in my journal as a kid that screamed trans. I also am autistic, finally diagnosed last year, and the masking that I did growing up undiagnosed and unaware made it seem like I was just a shy, self-conscious, socially anxious, mentally ill kid. Well, really, most of it was rooted in gender dysphoria and unrecognized neurodivergence. For myself, masking my neurodivergence also masked my discomfort with my gender, so I could not really discover myself until I finally realized I was masking in the first place. So that is my personal experience. Thank you, and I hope you both had a nice Memorial Day weekend. Best anonymous living with my spouse and two cats in upstate New York. Zero hot dogs. Although before I was vegetarian, I would have two each time my dad barbecued, so I guess I like them a lot. Hebrew National, though. Pass. Uh, well, Anonymous, thank you for sharing your experience. And I agree that there's always room for and more. I also agree that Degrassi can be hard to relate to if you're not Canadian. Fair. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I realize upstate New York is pretty close to Canada, but not close enough. <laughs> uh, okay. Um... All right, let's see. Matt, do you want to take this email from Emily in Brooklyn? Sure. Hi, Matt, Dory, Henry, and Bo. To the listener whose partner recently came out as trans, there is a YouTube channel called The Great Scots about a family where one of the parents is a trans woman. They have recently started the transition process and are documenting it, so their videos could be helpful. That's from Emily. In Brooklyn. There's already a YouTube channel, huh? Ooh, interesting. Um, thank you for that suggestion. Love a love a real-time document got documentation as per this podcast. I've I've um, been watching a lot of uh London walkabouts lately. You know, people are asking for YouTube recommendations. Are they asking? I don't know. For <laughs> no. <laughs> Is that really happening? The Watchwalker. That one's good. And then uh, Jules' Guide to London. I've watched literally probably all of his videos in the last three days. Wow. You know, okay. let me tell you, London is full of historical bullshit. I mean, bullshit is subjective, I but mean sure. That in the nicest way possible. I can't get enough. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. Right. Um, Matt, do you want to take the next email from Emily in D.C.? Sure. Uh, hi, Matt, Dory, Henry, and Bo, and Holly and Hillary. That's Holly today. Uh, this is indicative of how type A I am. But a few weeks ago, when you were running low on emails, I made a mental note to myself to write in this week or next because I feel like you could usually get a bunch of emails or a lull after a lull. Then, a few weeks go by. And another lull happened. So I was trying to anticipate and prevent the lull. So the podcast continues. Then when your show didn't show up in my feed last Monday, I was like, oh, no, it's done. They're done. I missed my chance. I was very glad when I saw it on Tuesday, though. I'm very sorry that Matt was so sick. 
serendipitously, I also heard Riley's email asking about support for families uh, as a loved one transitioned, and I actually had a reason to write in. I think that it's a great idea for them uh, to create that content. I also want to refer them to the Queer Family Podcast. It's not exactly what the content they're looking for, but it's adjacent to it. They talk about all the different ways that queer families become families, sometimes about making babies, or just how families come together. They, at the very least, hear a lot from folks with similar experiences and maybe even make some connections that might help them. That's all I have. Again, glad you're still here. Hope Matt feels better. And hope there are no more email voicemail lulls. That's Emily in D.C., wife, four-year-old, nine-month-old, 1900 square feet, two televisions, 65 and 32 in the basement, and I think about four hot dogs this year. Our four-year-old has had many, many more. Thank you. Okay. (laughs) What Um, Henry told me to do today when I told him my tummy, I said... Because I, you know, turnabout's fair play and my tummy was starting to hurt today. And I was like, Henry, my tummy hurts. And he's like, I can't do anything about it. And I said, <laughs> I said, are you sure? What What should I do? And he goes, hmm, have a hot dog. That was, he did that say was that. his suggestion. I, I said, polite pass. Thank you. No. Um. I do think it would be funny per this email if we stopped, like we decided we were going to end the podcast and we just stopped like without saying anything. <laughs> That'd be fun. <laughs> yep. I'm trying to think if like we both, you know, we would let everybody know if we just shuffled off the mortal coil. Who would let everyone know that we had shuffled off the mortal coil? <laughs> yeah, like the, I don't know. Who would have access to our feed? That's exactly right. I don't think anybody would. Yeah. So We're doomed. We're doomed. If we go away and you don't hear from us for four days, assume the worst. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Um... We got a text that said, just wanted to chime in that there's definitely a need for content for trans families. My BFF is in the same situation and all the resources she found were about leaving slash divorcing. But many couples want to stay married. I'm no help with a name, but will definitely support this content. Hmm. That is interesting. That there's a need for kind of like more... I don't know. I don't, I don't want to say like positive content, but just like how do we navigate this together content versus like one of us decided to leave content. That's interesting. Um, all right, Matt, I think you should take this last email. I think it just goes to show that the, you know, the nuclear family, as they say, is, uh, bunch of bullshit um <laughs> uh, let's see here this is from Irina. Uh, as the only hot dog expert i know matt must have share his thoughts on the new change of the oscar meyer wiener mobile to the frank mobile is this bad uh, or good i'm so confused well let me tell you i heard about this last week i thought to myself this is interesting because they're admitting that they're not a hot dog. 
Oh, interesting. Um, that was your yeah. that was your take. But like, also, okay. like, what's happening here though is like, well, you're undoing the 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 theme song where everybody wishes they were an Oscar Mayer wiener. Because mm. that is what I truly like to be. Because if I were an Oscar Mayer wiener, then something, 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 something. Interesting. You know. Oh, I, I wish they were an Oscar Mayer Frank. No, doesn't work. <laughs> so, where do you sort of fall on this? You seem you seem skeptical. I am skeptical. You're skeptical. And I, okay. I, I mean, I also like I've I've yet to meet an Oscar Mayer hot dog that I've enjoyed. Oh, so well, okay. That's I another... have enjoyed their cold cuts, though. Like I like their bologna, etc. Okay, all right. So you know, interesting, interesting. I appreciate you writing. Okay, you're right to write in, Irina. Thank you. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that brings us to the end of the show. Just a reminder: you can support us on Patreon. You get up to two bonus episodes per month. We always ask our Patreon supporters for their questions. It's a real like ask me anything sort of vibe, and I do mean anything. And that's at Patreon.com/slash. Read Irina's stats, by the way. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. In Colorado, thirteen hundo square foot. Husband, three year old toddler, ten year old border collie, six year old queen cat, two and a half year old tomcat, sixty five inch TV. Only eat vegetarian smart dogs, but I still need to know what I think of the Frankenmobile. Okay. <laughs> um. All right. Well, thank you for those stats. As I was saying, you can uh, get those. You can get you can support us at patreon.com slash excellent adventure and you also have the whole back catalog. I was sitting out here. I came out to the office last night, very late in the day for the first time, and sat down and I looked out the door and I thought I saw Bo's tail go by. (laughs) But it was striped, and I was like, I don't remember Bo having a striped tail. I'm gonna go look. (laughs) And it was it was a giant raccoon who looked at me like he had his pants down. Like, oh. <laughs> like, he looked at me like I had really caught him with his hand uh, in the jar, you know? And he shuffled off embarrassed. But wow. it was a giant raccoon. Wow. And I'm pronouncing raccoon like that for hilarity. Raccoon? Yeah. Thank you. That's my raccoon story. Now back to Patreon supporters. Um, yeah, so you get our new episodes, you get our old episodes. There's a there's a huge back catalog at this point. And thank you, and you get your name read on the podcast each month. So thank you to the following supporters: Stephanie Genevieve, Steve Harcourt, Tanya K, Alderman Clan, The Kembles, Jury, Valerie Green, Virginia McFeely, Whitney Hoffman, AJB. Anonymous. Aurora and Zelda. Ainsley. CJ, Crescent Martin. Danielle Nutriforo. Deanna McLean. Eleanor Powell. Elizabeth K. Elizabeth Konami. Uh, Ellen Jane S. Ennis. Jen Brennan. Julia from Germany. Justine Adamek. Katie Davenport. Kiara Holt. Laura Bennett. 
Laura Match. Laura Cephalo. Lauren Cephalo. That's what I meant. Thank you. Lauren Johnston. Mara Foss. Mary Messick. Mary Myra. Maud Tremblay. Melanie Brownbeck. Nicholas Gidmore. Pamela Carpenter. Phoebe Boone. Samantha. Shauna Mandel. Stephen H. Vanessa Ferguson. Zoe Lawrence. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Bye.